Ladies and gentlemen, you are now rocking with the best. This is the Outsider's Edge with your boy Damo and my man Sam Blackwell. What's going on, Sam? Man, I'm doing good. How are you doing, sir? Man, I'm doing great, man. It's been a, been a good week. It's been a good week. A um, lot, of, lot of stuff to talk about, man. I'm excited. Yeah, this should be a good one. There's a lot of stuff in the news right now. <laughs> yeah, too bad we don't, we don't have Kells here with us tonight, so he can, you know, he can. We need him to. He needs to stand as as the advocate tonight. He needs to be Paul Heyman tonight, but he's not here. So, and instead, he needs to be Paul Heyman, and instead, he's being Brock. <laughs> Touche, sir. Touche. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is The Outsiders Edge, just in case you didn't know what you were listening to. It's not just two random guys here just talking. Uh, This is The Outsiders Edge for Trackstar Sports, and we're here to talk about all things WWE. Um, This is Anchor FM. Make sure you hit us up on Anchor with your questions, with your comments. Make sure you hit us up on social media as well at Trackstar Sports. So we're about to get into it. uh, the first thing I want to get into is our results from, uh, I was about to say money in the bank, <laughs> extreme rules. <laughs> money in the bank has been locked in my head for some reason. I think it's because Brock or Braun running around with a suitcase that he can't cash in. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so <clears throat> extreme rules. What, what did you think of the pay-per-view overall? Uh I mean, it had a good moment, but I mean, I probably kind of put it there right in the middle. It wasn't, it wasn't the worst one I've seen, but there's been better this year. Yeah. But it did what it needed to do. It's a filler for SummerSlam, so that's fine. I have no problem with it. Yeah, as far as like like bad pay-per-views like this year, my standard for bad is Backlash. So nothing's yeah. been as bad as Backlash. So, um, and like the, I guess like the standard for like great is like greatest Royal Rumble. So it wasn't greatest Royal Rumble, definitely, but it definitely wasn't backlash either. I, I gave it like no. a C. I thought it was kind of average. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like you did. Like it had, it had moments. It had some great moments in there, but. But it also had some moments that took it down. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it dragged a little bit. It, yeah. It dragged a little bit. And, but then. They kind of, it's like whenever it dragged too bad, it was, I felt like they made up for it with like a great, they gave you a great, like, yeah. <laughs> so. And like I said, it's just filler before SummerSlam. Like, it, it was there, it did what it needed to do, you know. Yeah. So, for this one, I did something I normally don't do. I, I typically don't watch the, uh, the pre show matches. Oh, pre show wasn't bad. Yeah, the pre-show was really good. <laughs> I was like, I picked a good one to watch the pre-show. I, I thought the pre-show was really yeah, good. Yeah, you did. Um, yeah, I, um, and I know we all picked uh, we all picked Sanity to win to beat New Day on Sunday, which I thought they would, just because that, that match should have been on the on the main card. Yeah, like I thought that was one of the better matches of the night. Yeah, and I mean, to me. Um, I mean, of course, not so much sanity, but to me, New Day, New Day has a big draw. So I was kind of surprised. I kind of oh, yeah. like that's like the undercard for like guys. You some people kind of want to see, but for the most part, people really don't. So like anybody. But at the, at the same time, I think it worked. 
Yeah. Because you have you have Sanity who's who's brand new to the main roster, and you know one loss, New Day's still over. One loss is not gonna hurt. Right. And so they're, they're almost like the gatekeepers. Like they even have them. You can have them on the pre-show. It's almost like it's almost like fighting Undertaker. Like he can be the main event. He can be the first match on the card. Like it's not gonna hurt him either way. True. True. And I feel like they're at that point. Like go through New Day. They're popular enough so where they're losing is not gonna hurt them. But if you can put on a good match or a good feud with them, then people will give you a chance. Yeah, I can see. I can see that. I can definitely see that. I didn't. I'm now me personally. I didn't leave the match like loving sanity. <laughs> I was like, oh no. I was just kind of like, yeah, this is kind of what I expected because just because New Day doesn't strike me as like that hard edge team like a like a team like Sanity. So I felt like the stipulations of the match just played in their favor. But but yeah, but I mean that they're. they're I'd say like I didn't leave the match loving them, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing them again. I put it like that. No, no, I want to see them again, but I want to see them against like a better like. Don't make this, you know, they, they're gonna make it like a three on three kind of feud the whole time. Mm-hmm. But like, if, if you put Sandy up against, you know, somebody like the Bludgeon Brothers or something like that. You know, I feel like that would be a better, you know, better feud. Yeah, or, or the authors of pain. That oh, that'd be good. Too, but <laughs> it would, but I don't, I don't want to see two, you know, NXT teams fresh on the main roster. I mean, other pain, you know, but like seeing, I want to see two new teams fight some veteran teams first before they hit each other. Yeah. Like with Shield and Wyatt family. Like everybody like you didn't put them against each other immediately and the more you teased it, the more you built it up, the more everybody wanted to see it. Yeah. Like you had each team go against other teams first before they actually collided. Yeah, I can see that. I I just hope they don't do um uh like what they've been doing with uh what's my guy's name? Uh my guy Mojo Riley. <laughs> Where he's been wrestling the same guy like for like a million weeks, <laughs> and nobody cares anymore. <laughs> right? It was just like, like I, I loved them as a team. I really, they were one of my favorite teams. Yeah, but uh, so for some reason, the front office just does not like Jack Ryder. <laughs> yeah, like Zach is just yeah. I thought they were like they were they were pretty entertaining together. I mean, they were cheesy, they were. entertaining, but it was the same thing with New Day. It was like the cheesiness caught on, and it was entertaining. Exactly, like a New Day or like Santina or something like that. Like it's so cheesy, it's so corny, but it it's almost like it comes back all the way around and becomes entertaining. Right. Yeah. So now that now that they're doing this new this new, you know. Um, and I, I kind of feel like they're um, they're recycling uh, a similar storyline like this. This and usually not that they don't do that, but I feel like it's like it's overkill because it's a bunch of different people with a similar storyline all at the same time. Like 
there's yeah. multiple guys with the story of I was I was the bright happy guy. Now I'm the mean hard guy. <laughs> you know, so like That's you have, right. yeah, you have Mojo, you have Mojo, you have Dolph Ziggler, um, even the uh, the Uso brothers. Like all of them, all have that story of this is what we were before. Now we're we're yeah. we're shunning all of that, and we're being we're being focused, and we're being hard, and this and this like okay, but I can't. But I, I feel I feel like those are. Guys are I, like that. I feel like that's all different though. Like with Ziggler, like the. I almost feel like he never really got the, 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 the you know the pushes that he deserved for as hard as he worked right and, and like now he's just frustrated with it and then but then you know Mojo he what happened he won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal he was in all those you know tag tournaments and all this stuff and you know what's he doing now and then Usos I actually think they're better as he is. Yeah, yeah. Like it actually, it actually, they went from being another one of those kind of cheesy teams. Don't get me wrong, it was cool at the beginning, but then after a while, it just became, you know, it's just another thing. But then them coming out and actually being heels, I feel like it worked better for their characters. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but you're right, though. There's way too many of the same storyline with too many people at the same time just going, being recycled, and it's just lazy writing. Yeah, I think they could. I think they could do. I think they could do better. But I'm like, if you're gonna do it, um, to me, it gets really lazy. Like I said, with like, like with Dolph, with Dolph, you can kind of see the storyline moving. Even with yeah. Usos, you see the storyline moving. Like it's not stuck in the same place. Like I said, Mojo Riley wrestled uh, No Way Jose like four or five weeks in a row. <laughs> And have to and, and no way Jose is just a recycled uh, Adam Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's the that. same I thing. To, I was trying to figure out. I was like, why does this look so? Don't be a lemon, be a rosebud. The same thing. Same character. Wow. And I was like. I think the first week he he wrestled Mojo, I was kind of liking it. Like I was kind of like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. <laughs> but then it was like, like I said, the storyline wasn't going anywhere, and then all he was doing yeah. was beating up Mojo and not wrestling him in an official match, and it was just kind of like, okay, this is getting this has gotten old quick. And then it, was oh, yeah. like, it seemed like every time I turned on Raw, it was like, okay, and now we have Mojo Raleigh versus No Way Jose, and I was just like, okay, I'm tuning out. Like I'm I'm done. But, but if you want to talk about a storyline they're doing right, let's talk about this the leader of world B team match. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Let's just jump right into that. <laughs> we all picked the deleters <laughs> to win that match. Because none of us expected the B team to win. Not not even win, but win clean. Like nobody saw that coming. They looked really good Sunday. But, but I didn't hate it. I'm okay with this. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't hate it either. I, I, I liked it actually. I was like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with this. Like, I actually like this better than the Deleters uh, winning. Yeah. And was, because this is gonna push them even further. Yeah, definitely. And it, and it shows, and it shows that the the company trusts them to carry the titles. Yeah. I, how you think they're you think they'll hold them for a while? 
Or will they... Well, yeah, I I wish for a little bit. You think, like, at least through SummerSlam they'll have titles? I think at least through SummerSlam. It's not going to change on on Raw. I I think they're giving them a chance to see, you know, what they can do as champions now as opposed to just two guys on the roster. Well, I think if they do well, if they, you know, if they get more popular because of this, mm-hmm. it, you know, they probably won't keep it for a bit. Just, but now I'm curious to see who they're going to feud with. Because Matt Hardy made some, he put something on Twitter about how he thought it was time for him and Brady to go their separate ways. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I was like... So it's like now, okay, who's next? Yeah, but so I was kind of surprised to uh, see them back together on Raw Monday after seeing that after seeing that tweet because that was Sunday night that he uh, right. that he tweeted that out. So <clears throat> I was like, I was like, are they gonna um, are they gonna are they gonna break them up and start that feud back again? I was kind of like, I don't I don't, don't want to see that. I, I've I've grown no. kind of like them together, so. I want to see a Bray Wyatt go down as feud. Hmm. Yeah, you know, if you had said that, like, <laughs> I don't know, like a year ago, three months no. ago. <laughs> oh yeah, even three months. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, nah. <laughs> but now I'd be like, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> they, they've actually they found their niche and and they're I mean they're fun to watch. And, oh yeah. Like I said, I mean, I was sitting here like jaw dropped when they won that match. I was like, wow. And it was a good match, too. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was great. Like, it wasn't even a bad match. Yeah, and it wasn't, um, it wasn't like a whole lot of like, like, uh, just auxiliary stuff that had nothing to do with actually wrestling and winning the match. It was like, no, it was like good, solid wrestling throughout the match. It was a great win. It was a- it was the perfect match to start the, the, the main show. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, going on to the uh, the next match on the card, we had, uh, I don't know, do you think this was a filler, Finn Balor versus uh, Baron Corbin? That should have switched places with New Day Sanity. <laughs> If you're, if you're gonna have a match at a pay-per-view called Extreme Rules, and you're gonna put some type of stipulation on it, don't put it on the pre-show. Mm. Put it on the main card. But I don't work for him, so what do I know? <laughs> right. Yeah, I. I don't know. I kind of like. I was like, this is like. I mean, it's a feud, but I mean, to me, it was like, it's like the, this is like Raw's version of Daniel Bryan versus. It was a Raw match. Yeah, yeah. It was, there was a Raw match. That's all it was. You could have saw this on Monday, but it was like, to me, this was, this feud is like Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Like, I'm not necessarily looking forward to seeing this at a pay per view. I pretty much kind of know what's going to happen. Yeah. Cause I mean, cause Baron Corbin, all he does is pick with Finn Balor about how he's smaller than him. He doesn't have enough of a personality 
Yeah, like I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I like, I like the old Baron Corbin better as a heel than, yeah. than this this constable Baron Corbin heel heel character that they've created. Although to be fair, it was not the worst match of the night. No, 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 it wasn't. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty good. I mean, I mean, for what it was. I mean, he did most of the work. I just came like back to the end, like nothing happened. But you know, it it could have been all wrong. It would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, they could have. Um, they could have made this like a you know like like not the not the main event, but like maybe like the you know next yeah. down like maybe the the first match of the night on Raw or or maybe like that last big match before the main event or whatever. They could have did something like that with it then. Than uh, than the pay per view, because I mean the storyline really didn't have any kind of. Okay, now he's beat Baron Corbin. Now what? Exactly. But yeah, but um, yeah. Can't, can't go for a shot at the title. Title's not there. <laughs> right. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> um. <laughs> so speaking of titles, let's go to a title match. So we had uh, SmackDown Women. Championship Carmella versus Oscar with James Ellsworth in a shark cage. <laughs> how, how you... Worst match of the night. Huh? Worst match of the night. Really? Yeah, well. Too, too early in the card for a bathroom break. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that. I, I, like, was actually, uh, I, I, I was actually expecting it to be really, really good because, because Carmella has surprised me a lot lately. So, I kind of had hope that regardless of who won, this was going to be, like, really good. And it was just, like, the the way it ended was just real. Just, like, everything they're doing now is what I expected when Carmella initially won the title. Like, this is how she's going to win it. It's going to be just tricks. It's not going to be that she's actually that good. It's, and then and then the way she gloats about it just adds on top of it, like, no, this isn't, no. This doesn't work. Hey, Sam, I'm losing you, bro. Hey Sam. hey Sam, say that one more time. I was losing you, bro. Like the whole thing. <laughs> you were going in and out. I was trying to get you. Oh. Yeah, no, what I'm saying. You hear me now? We good? Yeah. yeah, I got you now. Okay. Okay. What I'm saying that Oscar is better. Like you have this whole streak that she had in NXT. You know. She loses it at WrestleMania. That's fine. That's what happens to streaks, apparently. Right. On top of that, she lost to Charlotte. Because, and, it, and that's fine, too, because Charlotte's really good. Yeah. Just not the best on the roster. But to have, to have her come down and lose to Carmella twice, I, I don't like it. But whatever. Yeah, I thought I thought this was gonna be Oscar's title reign. For real. 
I thought this was going to be, you know, her her SmackDown Women's Title reign. But like I said, I feel like everything's been going downhill for Oscar since she came to SmackDown. I'm like, I wanted to go back to Raw. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> I wanted to go back to Raw. And um, I think she, I think she'll, I think she would fare a lot better over there. Oh yeah. And like I said, and then this match was um. <clears throat> I mean, you know, you got James Ellsworth. I mean, he's like, you know, the comic relief or whatever. He's not funny. I I just I feel like all of that took away from what I thought could have been a really really good uh, women's match. And I feel like they're being very liberal with the shark case nowadays. Yeah. Like you just had it what what like what a year ago. Yeah, I think the last one was um was that uh, Kevin Owens? Enzo with uh Enzo. Oh yeah, I forgot it? about that one. Yeah. And that one was funny because Enzo was trying to get out of the cage. He's like stripping down, like trying to oil himself up, trying to slip out. <laughs> like it was stupid, but it was funny. This one, this no. Yeah, I mean, at least Enzo at least got out of the cage. <laughs> Elder got stuck on the cage. It was like, what? Okay. <laughs> and with, with all with all those bandanas, it was like a pinata. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I was like, that was the whole point of those was because he'll get out and he gets his leg hooked on the cage. But I, had to, I was like, yeah, that was just too. That was too much going on. I was like, yeah, whatever. But I get, I get what they were trying to do with it. But then his, then his shirt goes over his head. You can see the harness strapped to him. Right. <laughs> and they tried to. Uh, like I, <laughs> they tried. I get to what they were trying to do, but it, yeah. <laughs> they were like, is he wearing spanks? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> it was just. It was too much. <laughs> It was just way too much. It was way too much for what I thought should have been should have been an Oscar win. Yeah. Yeah, but all right. So going on to the next title match, we had uh, U.S. Championship Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura. What do you think about that match? Well, first off, the word match is a very loose term. Well. Yeah, <laughs> but but past that, past that, I, I actually I didn't like it, but I understand why they did. They want to keep they want to keep Nakamura being a heel. Hardy's having a bunch of he's having he's dealing with like injuries and stuff. So this was a way to wipe them off. There was no way to bring Orton back. Mm. You know, make him make him a heel again. Just. I think he's a much better heel than he is a face. Like, I get, I like the idea of him being a face, but him being a heel just fits him so much better. Yeah. Wouldn't and, like, I thought this was a good way to bring him back. Like, I like I said, I don't I didn't like the match, but I get why they did it. I understand why they did it. Yeah. Yeah, I was... <laughs> Yeah, it was just I, I, de- I definitely expected a low blow. I didn't expect it that quick. <laughs> so that that's what really threw me way off was like, wait, before the bell starts, and I was like, okay, 
And like just when I'm getting settled in that there's about to be a match, I'm like, wait, it's over. Nobody ends a match quicker than Goldberg. That's not allowed to happen. <laughs> what about what about that? What about that Daniel Bryan Sheamus match years ago at WrestleMania? That was like how many seconds was that match? <laughs> it was not enough. I'm pretty pretty sure he and AJ kissed longer than that match lasted. Yeah, definitely. But but yeah, I I definitely get uh, what you're saying about Shinsuke being a heel. Um, I didn't uh, I didn't see the, the I, you know I, it's funny I actually um, I actually kind of forgot about Randy Orton for a minute, and I know he was kind of like he was like in the mix for the U.S. title. Uh, yeah. I think when when Bobby Roode had it. Oh yeah. So. I think it was uh, it was Orton, uh, Orton Rude. It was a good, it was a good little thing they had going too. Yeah, yeah. I think it was uh, Jinder Mahal. That's what it was. Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Jinder Mahal, Bobby Rude, yeah. Randy Orton. They kind of had a little three-way rivalry going over the U.S. title and all that kind of stuff. And then it was like once. Uh, and that's fine. That, like that's a solid mid-card, you know, title feud, whatever you want to call it. Like that was fine. Like I, I had no problems with any of that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, like uh, I just thought we were gonna get, I thought we were gonna get more of a match, but I mean, we all predicted the right outcome. But <laughs> I thought we were gonna get more of a <laughs> yeah. match than than a low blow. Oh, I did too. I did too. <laughs> and a knee to face. <laughs> And I was like, and when he pinned him, because it was a when it because of uh, the, like my my standard for like pay per views is nobody gets pinned on a finisher the first time at a pay per view. So anytime but somebody hits a finisher, I'm like, no, the match isn't over. But matches were ending off of one finisher Sunday. <laughs> and I know. <laughs> and when Shinsuke hit the knee to the face, he was so close to the ropes. I was like. Jeff's gonna get out of this. Yeah. And then it was like, wait, he's not. Like, no, it's over. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so <clears throat> let's go to what I don't know how you think. I think it was, I think it was the match of the night. Cause I think it had the biggest highlight <laughs> of the night. The monster among men, bro. It, 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 had, it had probably the biggest moment of the night. Yeah, yeah, definitely had the biggest moment. I'll give you, I'll give you that much. And the, the way I look at it is like, I mean, technically Kevin Owens won, but Braun really won. I'll say this. It was a cool little spot, but it was also kind of dumb. Why you say that? Well, yes, you make Braun, you know, look like this, you know, unstoppable monster. But it's dumb. Like you make you make him look dumb. Because oh, cool. Hey, I just picked this guy up and threw him off the cage. Yeah, you also lost the match. Right. By doing it. <laughs> it, it was a cool spot because it was the same place that. The mankind hell in a cell spot happened. 
20 years later like that was cool oh but, that was the same arena yeah I'm pretty sure yeah Oh, okay. I, I did not realize that. I did see some stuff on social media about about the uh, Undertaker Mankind match, but I didn't realize it was the same place. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was that. Okay. But but yeah, like it was. So it was cool, and I think that's why they did it was because of that. But like I said, it made it made him look stupid because like you didn't realize you doing that made you lose the match. Right. Like why not? him up, chokes him off the top onto the ring, and then climb down and win the match. Like, you still make yourself look tough, and you win. But... That's true. But, you know, the top of the cage... That I the top of the cage to the ring is not the top of the cage to the table, though. <laughs> it's like... And I was watching, I was thinking... No, for like, sure. I was like, that was cool, but like he lost, but not really. Exactly. <laughs> and I was watching. I was thinking. No, for like, sure. I was like, that was cool, but like he lost, but not really. Exactly. <laughs> because everybody's cheering like he won, but and was, and of course he. I mean, walks he, he, he lost, but I'm. He won. That one. Yeah. The crowd won on that one. Yeah, pretty much. I mean. But. Yeah. I, I doesn't say that's like 20 years from now we're gonna see that highlight of Braun Strowman throwing Kevin Owens off the top of the cage to a table. Oh, it'll, it'll it'll be on all these, you know, all those YouTube highlight reels of like most extreme moments, blah blah blah. It, they'll 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 probably start putting that one in. <laughs> But it's Although I did think it was funny, they were doing a terrible job of hiding stuff that night. Because when they did, when they showed the replay, you can easily see the crash pad under under the announcer's table. I didn't catch. Like that. when I went down, you can see you can see it right there. When they, when they show the replay, okay. when they slow it down and show the replay, you can see the mat right there. You see the crash pad. <laughs> <laughs> So you're telling me that that wasn't real? <laughs> oh, yeah, you didn't. Oh, yeah, by the way, wrestling? Uh, yeah. Um, oh. oh. No, I mean, of course, no. I, 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 I was kidding. Oh, okay. No, not, 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 no, no, not that, not that match, the other match. Oh, okay. okay, okay. The other match. <laughs> because everybody knows this is all real. <laughs> it's all real, Sam. It's all real. Kevin Owens is laid oh, out in the hospital right now with a broken neck because Braun Strowman threw him through a table off a 20-foot cage. Well, if Kurt Angle win a gold medal with a broken freaking neck, Kevin Owens can wrestle a match. <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> Let's keep going because I got some other stuff I really want to get to. Um, so we had the SmackDown tag titles, Bludgeon Brothers, and versus Team Hell No. Which um, I was kind of blown by that match because of the little uh, uh, little antics that happened backstage where the Bludgeon Brothers beat them up, and 
they uh, basically broke Kane's ankle backstage. Yeah, but I remember that time when he was when Kane was eating with Seth Rollins and he came out of that ambulance and after they supposedly Rollins allegedly had broken his foot or whatever and he just went and hit the ground and put it back in place. But you can't do that anymore? I guess not. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was okay, but I mean you know. I thought um them having Daniel Bryan face them two on one was was a was a decent effort and it kind of made things a little interesting. You knew like he's not gonna beat them by himself, but um, it was, it was a decent effort. But and then to bring Kane back out kind of make you think, oh maybe they'll win, and then they don't. I was like Kane with the boot. I I wasn't going for that. <laughs> You know, but. <laughs> I was like, nah, <laughs> nah, not can't, not with the boot. Like, if he had came out, yeah. if he had came out just in no no medical boot, he had just came out and was limping. That would have been more. That would have been a little more believable to me than. Oh yeah, come out with to put a boot on. Yeah, you put a boot on. It's like you can't do anything with a boot on. And both of these guys are like close to his size. Like he's not doing anything with a boot on. <laughs> it's just like no. <laughs> I was like, nah, y'all went a little Hollywood with that one. I was like, nah, I feel like this yeah. match is over. <laughs> so, but yeah, I thought that um, yeah, I yeah, I thought that they kind of. I mean, I, I I mean, we both picked Bludgeon Brothers to win that match anyway, but um. I, I felt like that that attack backstage they the Bludgeon Brothers didn't need to do that so I didn't really understand why they why they had them do that I don't think they needed to do that to try to to try to win this match no they didn't, they didn't need to but it still it works for their characters because they you know they're throwing stick and they just want to cause destruction and they don't care you know who takes the brunt of it Fair enough, fair enough. <clears throat> so, this next match, I thought this was going to be one of the most entertaining matches <laughs> at a night, and it really turned out not to be. Um, really? Wait, which one are we talking about? Uh, Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley. I thought that match was a lot better than I expected. It was, it was okay. It wasn't horrible, but it, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't good. I, after after they after they went at each other on Raw that week, yeah, I kind of I kind of had high expectations for the match, so I kind of felt like I, I think it got. I think it started off slow. It got better towards the end, but I was kind of like, eh. I was like Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley. Okay, I'm kind of over it. Like I didn't want to, I didn't want to see more of it, and we're going to see more of it. All right. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It didn't leave me like, yeah. It didn't leave me like, oh, I'd like to see these guys go at it again. Because to me, that's a that's yeah. a sign of a good match. Is like if you'd like to see those two guys go at it again. And I was just kind of like, okay, I'm glad this is over now. I mean, I. I <clears throat> 
I mean, I picked Lashley to win. I, I was even though I picked him to win. I yeah, I did. I, yeah, I did not. <laughs> I, I was. I, I, did, I did not. I did not expect that outcome. I was still surprised that he won. I was too. Because um, but well, let me ask you this: What was Bobby Lashley's finishing move before this whole Roman Reigns beef? Because it wasn't a spear. And and then like if I'm if I'm critiquing Spears, <laughs> Bobby Lashley Spears not nowhere near as good as Roman's. <laughs> no, no. His, his spear needs some work. <laughs> but I think that might have been like a one time thing. I think that was just for that match. But then again, we get them next week on Raw to see who fights Brock. Yep. And I think we're gonna see. And I'm, I'm still, I'm still calling Roman. You calling Roman for that? I'm still, I'm still saying it's gonna be Roman. So you think Roman? And well, no. Let, let, let me, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. I still think it's gonna be Roman fighting Brock at SummerSlam. So how that happens, I'm not sure. So even if Lashley wins next week, Monday night. You still think yeah. there's a way that it'll end up being Roman and Brock at SummerSlam? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I'm I'm thinking, I'm thinking this is the setup for for Lashley versus Lesnar that they've been talking about for months. And because I mean I think I mean, I feel like everybody's done with with Roman versus Lesnar. Like as far as like as far if they as make it a triple threat, I'm out of here. <laughs> if they make that if they make that a triple threat, I'm done. Yeah, I I don't yeah, how would I guess if I guess if next week's next week's match is a no next, next week will tell us a lot more. Then they'll then they make it a triple threat. If it's a no contest, next week will tell us. Will give us a lot better, clearer view of what's gonna happen. <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah, I think whoever wins, that's who we have at SummerSlam. But I think it's, I think it's Lashley. I think they're setting up Lashley. Okay. Well, you were right just on this one, so maybe make more yeah. on the next one. Because I, because I feel like they're pushing Lashley. I feel like the way they say they've been. They've been stuffing Roman down our throats. I didn't feel. I personally didn't feel like uh, like Roman was being forced on us. No, but I mean, I mean, people. I know people think feel that way, and but you're a John Cena fan too, aren't you? (laughs) I am, but Cena was definitely. Okay. And, and there you go. That's why. To me, there's a different, there's a difference in, there's a difference in in the push. Like, I mean, Cena's got the, you know, 
He's got the bright colors and the yada yada and the gear and the, the you know. But it's the same type of thing. Like, but he was he was he kept getting pushed as the underdog for ten years. It's like we got it, we understand. Stop doing it. So so okay so okay but maybe we're looking I'm looking at it differently. So you, do you feel like? When you say they're pushing Roman, like, what do you feel like they're they're pushing Roman to us as they're pushing Roman as the underdog, and that's how they're forcing them to us? Because I don't. Feel I like think they're. I think they're trying to. I think they they, they were trying to. Okay, because I I feel like with with like John Cena, I feel like I feel like John Cena was being was being pushed as the guy once he got from like the 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 word life gimmick and all that stuff and now he got to the yeah. never give up and hustle loyalty and respect and all of that i felt like he was being- see, the word life stuff the thugonomic thing i was actually okay with yeah. and I, I think i think people still were okay with cena at that point yeah you know as when i see old footage of john cena when he was doing yeah. word life and thugonomics and all that i was like I, yeah, I think I like that John Cena better than the Hustle Lord. I did, I did too. So, like, and even when I, I see, like, old highlights, like, John was a lot grittier in that character. Yeah, yeah he was. He was doing something. Okay, I'll, 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 but like, I'll say it like this. When you, with, when you, when you ask how the push is similar with Roman and Cena, how many times has Roman lost to Brock and he's still trying to be in the title picture they're still putting them in that spot you keep losing to the same champion and you're still keep getting more title shots that's how that's when I say that they keep pushing them down okay I, I mean I guess I, I did. Finn Balor was the first universal champion how many title shots has he had since then Finn is None. He he's been he's being screwed on that. Um, I I actually thought this was about to be. I really thought this was about to be his title run right now. Yeah. Till till he lost yeah. that, match, that last match. But um. <clears throat> well, I don't know. Like with Roman. Ro- yes, Roman has lost to Brock multiple times, but I feel like I feel like each loss has like an asterisk next to it. So, like, and that's another reason that they're trying to push. That's another way they're pushing him as the underdog. Okay. It's like, well, well, he, he's he's always he's always there's always an asterisk. Like, okay, he's still lost. Like, how many more excuses do you want to give him? Okay. But whatever. I mean, like, you, had, you, had you, that put, you could put him in a different spot. Yeah, I mean, but you had that. Like, if he yeah. wasn't always. Open challenge. Right. I, I found myself 
enjoying his matches more because he wasn't being pushed as them trying to get him to be the number one guy all the time. Okay. Like, they kind of put that on the back burner. They put him in a different spot. It's like, okay, well, this is different. This is something we don't see every week. And I feel like if they do that with Roman, at least for now, like, I get Vince wants him to be the, the guy. And the problem was they started him that way. As soon as the shield broke up, they started him as that guy. Okay. It's like Cena didn't start as the number one guy. People weren't sick of him in the beginning. They got sick of him when he was the number one guy for a decade. <laughs> I feel like they started Roman in like the mid card area. He might have more. Like when he won that Rumble that year. The Rock came out to celebrate with him, mm-hmm. and The Rock got booed out of the building. Right. That should tell you everything right there. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> the most electrifying man in sports entertainment couldn't even get you over. <laughs> nope. You got him booed. <laughs> yes, that, that, that's bad. <laughs> Okay, you you gave you gave me a, a different way of, of looking at it because I I think because like my, typically my thing of somebody being pushed as the guy I feel like there's like a blatant push of putting them in your face and making you uh, I don't know kind of um, I don't know kind of like like we talked about like with, like with John with the Usos with New Day like they have like this really bright character that's like really in your face and that's being pushed as the guy and I was like I don't see that with Roman but I guess the, there's a different there's a different spin on it with Roman they're doing it a different way like you said as far as making him like an underdog and, con- and constantly pushing him in. but like I said I felt like like if you give every one of his losses an asterisk I, I would. I think I would feel the same way you felt if I felt like Roman was like was like cleanly getting getting uh, getting these losses to Brock. Like if he was if he was losing these clean with no with no controversy whatsoever, I would be like, okay, yeah. stop stop it. But it's like each one, like, like I said, the year one year at WrestleMania. Uh, Seth cashed in his money in the bank. That screwed uh, Roman. Which I, I thought was great. I love that. <laughs> right. That screwed Roman out of the title. Then, um, then, then this year you had the the cage match with the controversial ending, which technically Roman should have won the match, but he didn't. Brock still walks away with the title. I think you have stuff like that. That's why I feel like, oh, he's not being pushed because they. I feel like he's being. I feel like he's being screwed over. And it's like let him let him get the belt, let him lose the belt, and then keep it moving. <laughs> so, but at the same time, like like we were saying, every every one of those losses was controversial. They're doing that. They keep doing that to to try to build more sympathy towards him. Like they keep doing it. Like okay, the fans are on the side yet. Let's do it again. Let's do it this way and see if that works. And it doesn't. Okay. Like, if anything, it might alienate more fans. Mm-hmm. Okay. And let me tell you right now, I don't think... 
probably get more disappointed fans than that Raw women's title match. <laughs> it should not have been Extreme Rules. It, it, as, as much as I didn't like the Oscar match, this was the sloppiest match of the night. Bruh. There was so much going on in that Raw Women's match. There was a train wreck. <laughs> there was so much going on. And, there was a train wreck. And once again, like, I feel like over, well, before she got suspended and and she was there consistently, I felt like, I felt like Ronda Rousey was getting better with her, with her presence. She was starting to. She, she was getting, getting there. She was getting better. She wasn't great. She was getting better. Though. It was definitely, a, to me, a far cry from from that first promo. The first time. Where oh, yeah. Like, oh, God. Like, this is going to be horrible. Oh, yeah. That was pain. But I still feel like, yeah, she needs to work on her... Um, what's, how do I want to call it? I guess she, she needs to work on, on her, her anticipation of something that's about to happen or something she needs to get ready to do. It feels yeah. so telegraphed when she does it. Like, stop, yeah, stop, stop making, stop looking so obvious with it. Yeah, like when she finally jumped into that match, like you knew she was gonna do it because it was like she was, she was like chomping at the bit to do it, and it was like, like she's really excited to finally jump in there, and it's like. I mean, for, for me right now, I'm I'm happiest when Ronda Rousey has her hands on somebody and she's body slamming somebody yeah. or putting them through a table. Like, that's when, that's when she shines. That's that's Ronda Rousey in all her glory right there. But um, and I think this, this has been going on since she debuted at the Rumble. It's like okay, you came out at the Rumble, you pointed to the WrestleMania sign about twenty times. Right. It's like we get, it. we know why you're out there. We know what you want. Stop doing stop repeating yourselves. We get it. Right. And it's like stop telegraphing these spots that you want to do. You're so excited. I get you're excited. This isn't your world. You're in a new environment. I get you're excited. Yeah. Don't let everybody know how excited you are. Right. Act like you scored before. Yeah. I'm... But yeah, I was just, just the match itself that was just so sloppy. Yeah, I I was like, to me, there was no way Nia Jax should have lost that match. Just none. <laughs> I was like, she shouldn't she shouldn't have lost that match. She should have had it had it one hands down. And I was just like, okay, place. And now Ronda Rousey's in there, and it's like, okay, Ronda's in there. This is definitely means she's gonna win. And it was like everything just got worse after that. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, so. But to be fair, that was that was the last bad match of the night. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Um, so then we will move on to the uh, SmackDown Championship: Styles versus Rusev, which I thought was a great match. Happy Rusev Day, by the way. Yes, sir. It's Rusev. Yes, <laughs> I did a couple of times. I thought Rusev was actually going to win. I like thought, I was yeah. expecting it. I, I was ready for it. Um, yeah, I, I 
I, I, there were definitely times I was like, oh man, AJ Styles is really about to lose the title. And they, they made that match, they did that match in a way that I would have been happy with either guy winning. It's like AJ wins, okay, he's still the champion, good match. Rusev wins, holy crap, Rusev wins. Right. Great match, this is awesome. Like, I would have been happy either way. Yeah. If- because Rusev is, he has come so far in the last year. Yeah, definitely. Um, especially with with the yeah with the with the Rusev Day angle, where it he's found uh, he's another one. I feel like they found a way to take the 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 big strong you know savage side of him and balance it with a little bit of comic relief, and it doesn't make him look any weaker. It it just it, you don't even need him to do the comic relief. That's why you got Aiden English with him. Right. Absolutely. So yeah, I feel like they've 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 gotten a nice balance with his character. And if if he had won Sunday, I would have been shocked and then I would have been like, Okay, I can't wait to see the rematch. Yeah, like I like this is what Nakamura should have been. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, this is definitely better than. Uh, this is how it should have been. <laughs> make, make, like you said earlier, you make a, you, a good match is when you leave the match wanting to see it again, or, or wanting to see the guys go at it again. Definitely. And I want to see these two fight again. Yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they, they finagle that story that that happens real soon. I'd, I'd love to see Rusev and AJ go at it again. Um. Speaking of AJ, AJ's match Tuesday was really good. Yeah, it was. Um, AJ, that man, I can't remember the last time he had like a. Okay, take 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 out the stuff with Nakamura. Other than that, I can't think the last time he had a bad match. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. Because he he's just that good. And even even with even with the Nakamura matches, he, he they made they made up for it in one of those matches. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, uh, that's true. They did the, the SmackDown match, the stipulation match where they were deciding the stipulation for the pay per view. That match kind of made up. For yeah. All of the other foolish. Yeah, that, that was a good that was a good match. <laughs> Before and after. That was, that was, but um. Right. Yeah. But yeah. No, but, I thought this was. This this this. Honestly, this might have been my match of the night. Hmm. Yeah, I could, I could, I could, I could go with that. I could possibly go with that. I, I appreciated everything about it. You, you know, it's a good match and a good feud when you're okay with either guy winning. Yeah. Like I would have been happy to see either one of them walk out with the title. Wouldn't have. Upset me either way. Yeah, I I was actually kind of like our main event. Yeah, which I was surprised that it was the main event. I thought that was going to be, I thought that was going to flip flop. I thought AJ would have been the main event, and then the Intercontinental title would have been the match right before. But I yeah, think, but it was also the SmackDown World Title, and you know, well, they're not going to let that happen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, but it's also it's also an Iron Man match, 
Right, which I was thinking when I watched, I said they probably did it this way because it's an Iron Man match and it's, yeah. they've got it timed so they know, okay, when we get to this, this is this is it. Um, yeah, I was I was disappointed in the ending. I enjoyed the match. I was disappointed in the ending. Though. I, I enjoyed the match once I muted it. <laughs> because the crowd was so annoying for that match like the first time or two you know they're counting down each minute like it's a rumble the first minute or two it's like okay that's it's kind of funny okay I get what you're doing but then to do it every single time like yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the reason that they took the clock off the screen <laughs> was to try to get the crowd to stop doing it and to me, what made that really bad was, um, and, and this was probably when they took the clock down, the crowd was doing it, and it wasn't counting down the last. And it wasn't the right time because like I think they it were trying like a to time it. in a minute. It would be like thirty-four seconds left in a minute, and they're like, "Fuck!" And I'm like, "What?" Is this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this, it's not the end of a minute. Like, what are they doing? I was like, that's when it got really annoying. I was just like, yeah. Okay. I was like, the crowd, the crowd is off the chain. Only other thing, yeah, the crowd was bad. The only other thing I didn't like about the match was rack up so many wins so quickly, and then you don't do anything until the very end of the, the match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like this giant gap of time in between that there's no wins, you know, no pinfalls or anything. Yeah, I, I mean, I was shocked. That yeah, I was real shocked that Seth got those two pins so quick in the beginning. But um, the, the, the quick ones in the beginning didn't bother me. It was seeing no more of them until the very end that it's like, okay, now it's just kind of starting to drag out. Yeah, which I w- I was thinking like you can't you can't expect you know them to be. Um, high energy, running back and forth, flying all over the place the whole 30 minutes. Like, that's just not going to happen. That I knew that there would be yeah. a, a, a point in the match that would kind of drag along because it is 30 minutes. And that's fine, but, but throw a pinfall in there somewhere. Yeah, like, yeah, it was definitely like... It was just, it was just like kind of like a big, large gap of dead space in the match. And... And I think that just really pulled on people's attention span of like, okay, we need something to happen. We need to see one of we need to see one of these guys with their big moves, you know, you know, flying off the top rope. Yeah, I think the yeah, I think the only other problem with it was putting an Iron Man life like that as the as the main event. Yeah, I was, it's like if you if you plan on having a drag like that, don't put that as the last match. People are already dead exhausted yeah I was thinking it, sh- it would have been a good spot to put it in the middle or- like do it like do it after the Smackdown tag match put it in between that and the Roman match mm-hmm. then put that up bump everything else up one spot have Rusev AJ Styles close out the night and it's fine yeah, which, like I said, I thought that that's what they were going to do in the first place. Right. Since, since yeah. we knew we weren't having a universal title match. So, you know. No, of course not. 
for the heavyweight title to end out the night. And so I was I was kind of like, oh, okay, I was like, maybe they're putting it at the end because it's an Iron Man match. But I, I feel like this with a pay-per-view, regardless of what your main event match is, like that should be the match that you really hype try to get people hyped up for. And I feel like I feel like advertising for that event they they didn't do that. I feel like feel like they undersold it. And just kind they of did. it in with everything else. Yeah. And then they didn't really just they didn't really put a focus on it like, okay, this is the main event of the night. You know, like if you're going if you're going to watch, you know, a boxing pay per view or whatever, um you know, you're going to hear about whatever the main card is the most. And then they're going to highlight, okay, this is the first match, this is the second match. Okay, boom, this is your main card. Like, I feel like they should have did that with that, with the uh, with the Intercontinental match, if they were going to make it, you know. I mean, they hyped it, they hyped it pretty well. But, like, if they if they had already planned it out that it was going to drag like that, or if it was going to be that much time between pinfalls, they shouldn't have had it as the main event. Plus, it's a mid-door title anyway. Right. I, I understand the prestige behind it, but it's a mid-door title. Yeah, if you have a world title match on the card, that should be the main event. Unless you're wanting to make the main event some type of, like, year-long, or like a blow-off to a year-long feud, talking about a huge grudge match, then that's fine. Put that as the main event. Mm-hmm. But otherwise... The world title should be the main event. It's named after your company for... Come on. <laughs> Touche, sir. <laughs> it's the WWE Championship. Should that should that not be the main event? Should that not highlight a WWE pay-per-view? <laughs> that being said, great match. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's named after your company. <laughs> it's named after your... You know, somebody's going to isolate that one clip right there. <laughs> That's going to go viral. That, that should be the main event. It's named after your company. <laughs> like I said, yeah. I, I thought Styles and Rusev was going to be the main event. I really did, but... And based off the, the match they had, I would have been okay with it being the main event. Yeah, it was, like, it was a great, it was a great match. It was a great match. It would have been a great way to end the night. And I mean, if I mean, really, after Styles and Rusev, I mean, you could have turned the TV off after that. It's like it's done. It's a wrap. But I mean, I know that they're, you know, I, I think, I think they were going along with the whole thing of we're bringing prestige back to the Intercontinental Championship, which is fine, but I, I still don't think you, you have to make it a a main event match like that. To That's just a slap in the face. Hang out. That's all it was. Yeah. It's like, hey, you have the world title, but you're on SmackDown, so you're still not getting the main event. <laughs> right. <laughs> And I mean, and honestly, like I said, backlash has been my standard for bad pay per views this year. I mean, that oh yeah, this did not event. get close. That, that was the main event. No, this did not. And I mean, it was yeah. kind of like that was really dry. But then I mean, like I said, this was this was a, this was definitely a good reason to say, okay, maybe we need to rethink that and make this, you know, maybe put a little more prestige on it. 
Because, I mean, if it was Brock, Brock wouldn't have been... There wouldn't have been a match. If it was Brock, Brock, we wouldn't have had the match. (laughs) There is still still a tiny part of me that's afraid we won't have a universal title match at SummerSlam. I, I think we'll I think we'll have one. There's, there's still that tiny little part. I think we will too, but there's still that, that one little spot. Where I'm just like, I wonder if he's going to get mad at the last second, take his ball, and go home. Well, with that being said, <laughs> we're going to jump the hot topic hip toss, which one of our topics <laughs> is <laughs> Brock Lesnar. <laughs> The 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 missing Universal Champ <laughs> being forced to defend his title at SummerSlam, or he's or he would be stripped of the title. So now Paul Heyman comes out and says Brock's going to defend the title at SummerSlam, which we all feel like is just baloney. And unfortunately, we don't have Jay Kells here, the advocate for Brock Lesnar. <laughs> to defend Brock tonight. Uh, a universal title. I think I read about that in the book once. It's <laughs> huh? so long since I've seen it. Boom. Boom. J.K. I think, I, I think they talked about that in history class. Who <laughs> <laughs> uh, was scoring seven years ago there was a universal title? It's going to be talking about like the streak. You know, Pete, the... the the older generation will remember like oh I remember back in my day when we had the universal title when we had a title match <laughs> I mean you kids you don't even know about that right that's a rumor now no but I, I, like I said before I think Roman's gonna so you- I still who, whoever whoever faces Brock will win the title he's gonna drop it he's going back to UFC yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I feel like is the inevitable. Whoever he fights is going to win, and unfortunately, I think that's a. I think that match is going to get booed on because for that very reason, because we know, like, or at least people will think they know that Brock's going to lose. Because you never know; they could have to. If he walks in the UFC with that title. Actually, you know what? Uh, I'm okay with that. You, I still want to see. I still want to see him do that and let Braun Strowman cash in on a UFC review. <laughs> That's right. I still want to see that happen. I still want to see that happen. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing the two worlds collide and and Braun show up. Maybe that. Maybe that's part of the deal for getting Ronda Rousey. You think you think so? Like there's gonna be like this constant crossover UFC to WWE? Not a constant one, but like I can see it happening now. Because you had you had Brock going back in both worlds. You had Ken Shamrock back in the day doing he did both of them. Right. And now now Rousey's doing it. Like I could see the potential for it. You had CM Punk doing well. Okay, he was. Uh, his name was on the card. His name was on the card a couple of times. Uh, I'm sorry, I got love to see him. Oh no, it was it was garbage. He's one of my favorites, but it was it was terrible. But for the purpose of this argument, <laughs> the potential for it is there. 
Right. right. It's, 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 it's there more now than it was, you know, five years ago. Yeah, de- yeah, definitely. Definitely. I feel like there's a better relationship between the two companies now. <laughs> yeah, I think that, I think there's a lot that they could they could do together um, to kind of to kind of build on what each company has built separately. They could just kind of yeah. they could just build on top of each other, and um, and I think it would uh, I think it would give a little more um, I guess uh, for lack of a better term validity to WWE to see those guys crossing over more because um, I don't know because people. I don't know. They kind of, they kind of, people still kind of look down on on pro wrestling, like, oh, of course they do. You know, like, no, that's MMA, and you know, it's not. Pro- yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, oh, no, wrestling's on fake. Let me eat you with the cherry. What the cherry feel? <laughs> right. And, why, 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 don't you let, why don't you let this, why, why don't you let this power lifter throw you off the top of the gauge right. onto the table? I want you to see how that feels. Like you, you gonna feel something, I, and I tell people like you know it's. Why you don't get these? Why you don't say that? You know, and I tell people. I mean, yeah, it's sports entertainment, so yeah, part of it is 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 scripted. Some of it's acting, yeah, of course, so on and so forth. But at the same time, no, these people are athletes. Like, no, when they're jumping over stuff and jumping off of stuff, and no, they're really doing that. Like, there's no harness. <laughs> they're really and like. There's a reason these guys have more injuries than other sports. Oh yeah, and other sports have off seasons. They do not. Yeah, they definitely don't. They're out there 300 days a year doing this five, six, sometimes seven nights a week. And I and because it's not televised, I you know. I, you know, my brain's kind of trained of like, oh, they work twice a week. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. No, work twice no, a week. House shows. They're doing house shows that aren't televised. Then, um, my first wrestling experience, my first live experience was a house show for WCW. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know what all that meant. I didn't know what a house show was, but it was cool. I know that's right. I I still haven't been to a live event yet, and I'm ever, ever, ever. I've never been to a live. No, come on. And I'm right now. What's in my sights to be my first live event will be uh, WrestleMania next year. Okay. Um, that's that's a good one to start with. But the problem is with that, if that's your first one, your expectations for everyone after that will be that high. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh well, I'll take I'll take the hit for the team. <laughs> well, I can I can tell you I can tell you from experience, WrestleMania is one of the best things you will ever see. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward. It, to it. it is unlike anything else. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It's it's gonna be in Jersey. That's just that's just like a three to four hour drive away. I was like, I think I'm gonna go. <laughs> and uh, cause I because my actually my plan was to try to go to WrestleMania this year down in New Orleans, but that ended up not. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so yeah, I was like Jersey. I was like, huh? I was like, you know. And maybe we'll see. 
We will, and it will be the Monster Among Men defending the title against. Oh man, I hope that. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> because this whole this whole foolishness that Paul Heyman tried to sell us of what if Brock could walk into UFC with the Universal Title, yada yada yada, all of that—that's not happening. None of that's happening. I'm not even. It sounds good. I want him to cash in at UFC, though. I want him to cash in at UFC. I'm with you. I would like to see that, but I just don't. I don't don't have faith in it. It's a nice thing. We're talking earlier about. I don't know. I don't know, Sam. Just don't know, Sam. They're in the middle. If there is a and his music starts playing. I know I'm reaching. I'm reaching so much with it. I know I'm reaching. I don't care. All of that sounds really good. (laughs) I just have no faith in it happening. (laughs) Oh, I don't either, but it'd be great. It sounds really good. I would love to see it. I I would love to. I would love to turn on UFC, and Brock comes out there. And he's getting ready to fight in the octagon. They maybe they finish a round, wow. and then all of a sudden you hear brawl. <laughs> Yo, I, I have no faith in it either. But the whole place would light up, and I mean, Twitter would blow up, the internet would break. I mean, it would be crazy. I just don't. <laughs> so, well, however, one return that we will be getting at some point is the lunatic. Dean Ambrose. Yes, sir. I can't wait. <laughs> I miss the lunatic, man. <laughs> I, I, what I think should happen, hold him out till November. Wait till Survivor Series. Uh, Somebody's got to tell some team, some team's got a mystery partner. Let it be him. Mm. Okay. Let him be the mystery guy. Because he had a big enough following to where if you hear that you hear that that motorcycle start and his music start playing you see that you see that anarchy kind of logo pop up on the screen <laughs> let him be that partner let him be that member of the team that's how they did you Undertaker that's true so so many guys have, have returned as part of Survivor Series that's what's up. Like, I, I think that would be a good way to bring him back. Yeah, that that sounds dope. I, I, but at this point, I just I just want Dean back. <laughs> oh, I do too. How they do it? Oh no, I just want him back because he's because he was supposed to he was supposed to be back months ago. Yeah, he was. He was supposed to be back like last year, I think. And it was like so. <laughs> it's been a long time, dude. It's been, Dean's been out. Yeah, it's been a long time. Dean's been out. I want to say Dean's been out like a year. Something like that. Yeah, I think it's been like a year. Like maybe a little, maybe a little shy of a year, or maybe a little over a year. He's been gone for a long time. And He's been gone for a while. Yeah. So, 
Um, the, and the last I heard of him was um, when he popped up at like a hockey game or something with uh, Oh yeah, Jay Young, like some months ago. Sorry about that. So yeah, just whenever Dean can come back, I'd be glad to have him back. I, yeah, I, I miss the lunatic man, and, and I'd like to, I I'd like to see the Shield back together too. So oh yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, so um, just just one. I mean, you're you're in all these reads. They're doing these reunions and stuff with like Daniel Bryan and Kane, you know, all that kind of thing. You brought the Hardy Boys back a little, little while ago. Bring back the Shield just one more time. I mean, I feel like I feel like I mean the Shield was here. The Shield was on a roll. I, I felt like I felt like people were starting to like Roman again when the Shield was together because. Um, yeah, you had you had a little less going on with with the with the with the title shots and stuff like that. Um, so I think, like you mentioned earlier about uh, putting Roman in a different spot, I think that's what that did with the Shield there. I think when when Dean got hurt, then that kind of broke him apart again, and so they're they're kind of off on their own. And then like every now and again, something will happen and. One of them has to have oh, at a you know when they get confronted with whoever you know so then you know you get a cameo from Seth or a cameo from Roman or whatever but um, I think with Dean if you, if you want to have a good scene with either Sandy or Officer Pain or something like that that's when you bring back the Shield yeah have have them come back for like one. Match or one feud or one paper feud or whatever with one of them. Yeah. And if you want to have like a memorable match, if you want to get a team over, bring back the Shields for one more time. And I remember they tried to, but then that's when everybody got like sick with that. Whatever kind of like virus or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, I think or, or, or like a TLT or something. They had Kurt Angle as part of the shield. Yeah, they, um, yeah, injuries got to them because, yeah, because I think the uh, pay per view. Like was, everybody was out. Roman got Roman was out. Roman was out. And Bray Wyatt was out. Like everybody got sick. Doing the, um, <laughs> they were doing house shows, and they would. Yeah, they had Triple H as part of the shield. Yeah, they had Triple H and. I remember uh, Roman had during that time while he was out had tweeted like, "Oh, this is what we're doing now. People are joining the Shield." <laughs> right. It's like it's like back in the day with WCW, like, "Oh, everybody's joining the NWO now." Okay. Yeah, like the Shield was. Like by the time Sting finally did it, it's like, well, everybody else did it, so nobody cares anymore. Right. So. Yeah. So I, yeah, like I said, I'd like to just see the guys back and see them. You know, see them back wrecking shop together, like a, wow. like the force that they were when they were together. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, and and if I remember right, there was a point in time where like every member had a title of some sort. Yeah. And they were like Roman and Seth were tag champions. Ambrose was the U.S. champion for a long time. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind seeing something like that again with the Shield. Where they're, oh yeah, I'm following that. They're kind of just running things on raw. And even if they don't, just to see them back as like a unit, like I'd be okay with that too. Yeah, whatever they do, if they do it as a shield, I'm happy. 
Yeah, because they're one of the um, the biggest fractures I've seen come through wrestling. I mean, they they were they were pretty dominant. So I, I'm always, I'm always right, since evolution. Right. You said since evolution. Yeah. Yeah, like the change, change I look at um, <laughs> I look at evolution like uh, <laughs> like like the new person. like uh, <laughs> like DX two point oh. Yeah, I'm Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, we're gonna hit these other topics real quick, and we're gonna get out of here. Um, so, we were talking about SummerSlam. Uh, we talked about Ronda Rousey. She's gonna be at SummerSlam. She's gonna get her title shot at Alexa Bliss at SummerSlam. Got it. You got an early prediction, Ronda. This is Ronda Rousey's title title ring. Yeah. Um, I want to see. What? Say that again, Sam. I'm losing you. They need, I'm saying, let, let Paul Heyman be her manager. I don't think they're going to get Nobody. They need you. She can't talk on the mic to save her wife. I know that. You know that. I think even Rhonda knows that. But I don't think they're going to give her a manager, though. I, think I hope she knows that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't, I just don't. Even Vicky Guerrero was better on the mic than Rhonda is. True. There's a lot of people better on the mic than Ronda is. I, I just don't. I don't. I think they're. I think they're. I think that they're playing her as such a loose cannon that she can't have a manager. Did Roddy? Did Roddy Piper ever have a manager? I don't think he did. Oh, Roddy. Roddy Piper. No, but he didn't need one. Well, yeah, I mean, granted, he was... He was one of the best talkers of all time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're, I mean, aside from that, <laughs> I think that they're... She does. I think that they're trying... Because because she's taking on his, uh, his nickname, his logo, I think they're trying to play her as a loose cannon like him. And that's fine. But work with her on the promo... <laughs> you can't let Alexa carry her every week. Yeah. Yeah. You can if you have to, but I don't want to. I don't want to make her do that every week. They they should have did a um. Did you see that commercial they did with uh the Rock? I forgot who the two kids were supposed to be. It was like two young kids. Oh yeah. Into the Rock backstage. <laughs> he like yeah. out about how to do a promo. <laughs> I feel like I mean and he's like yelling at me he's like alright you got it cool right <laughs> that was, I remember that that was funny I feel like I mean where's The Rock at why is it The Rock 
why don't they bring him in like a consultant and take him in the back with Rhonda and say, Rhonda, this is what you do. I just I don't know. Because ho- hopefully he'll he'll be too busy dealing with the wife. Yeah, so <laughs> the Rock and Elias. <laughs> so so apparently Elias wants to challenge Rock to a singing contest. Well, that'll be entertaining. Yeah, I'd want to see it. I, I mean, I'd want to see Rock in WWE. Period. Just, just yeah. Now. Like I don't even. It only. But well, I feel like a, a life, I feel like it actually probably holds its own too. And in, in my book, maybe in my book, Elias is one of the most musically talented wrestlers that have ever been. <laughs> like I don't. I really can't think of. As far as like it being a part of uh, a wrestler's uh, stick or gimmick or whatever you want to call it. Um, what about Jericho? But Jericho, I don't. Re- I never really thought of like. He's in a band. I know he has. He's a got band. a band. I know he has a band, but like that's not. They bad. played on Raw. They did. Yeah. I did not know that. I'll send you the link later. Yeah, they played on Raw. But I never, but like, I mean, like that, to me, that was never a part of like Jericho's character, like anything musical. Okay. So that, that's what I mean by like, as far as like. Okay, okay. Like, I know he has, okay. like, he has like the band that he does outside of wrestling and stuff like that. So I know he's got, I know he's got talent, but like, I mean. Well, like, Cena was rapping for a while. You know, like, we <laughs> The honky tonk man who walked around bashing people with guitars and stuff like that. Like he wasn't, he wasn't like musically talented. He was just imitating Elvis. And um, and then of course you had like Road Dog, Road Dog, Road Dog did back in the day. He was the roadie. True. He was the one that actually sang Jared's song. Okay. <laughs> oh, and then you had uh, uh, well Jeff Jarrett's Jeff Jarrett's kind of up there too. Yeah. He was more like honk donk though. Right. He just had the guitar. He just hit people with it. Yeah. So, yeah, I I, I rank Elias up. Yeah. Okay. I, I I give you that. I mean, the Rock, the Rock wasn't necessarily good. He was just funny. Well, <laughs> well, well, well and then you also had you also got Xavier Woods with the trombone. Oh yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. He killed. He's, a, he's, he's number one. He's number one. Come on. He, he kills him with the trombone. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, he's just not, he's just not blowing air through a trombone. No, no, he knows what he's doing. No, he, no, you know, he's got, you know what you're doing. But no, I think this will be entertaining if, if The Rock even responds. Yeah, and I, I hope he, I hope Which he I think he will, because as scripted as that thing, as that show is, they wouldn't have a lot of say it if it wasn't already in the works. Okay. Maybe, maybe I don't think. I mean, The Rock is good for. So I think we might see it in some capacity. Yeah, I think he he's good for like popping up at something like SummerSlam or something like that. And like I remember that one time that he came out during the Rusev promo, and they did it just they did that just because he was he happened to be in the city doing something completely different. Mm-hmm. Like he had some other project that he was doing that day in that same city, so they're like. 
like he had some other project that he was doing that day in that same city. So they're like, hey, you want to come on the show real quick and cut a promo on this guy? He's like, sure. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> so yeah, I think. I'm but no, you're right. If, if 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 he's around in any capacity, I mean, he doesn't even have to say anything. Like to. Crown will do all his catchphrases for him at this point. Right. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's such a he's such a household name. And I mean I mean as soon as that music drops, everybody's gonna lose their mind. Oh yeah. I mean, he can stand he like, can stand on at the top of the at the top of the ramp and just stare at the crowd for like twenty minutes and everybody will go crazy. Like that that can be his promo and it works. Yeah. Yeah, so I would definitely I I'm thinking I'm thinking yeah, I'm thinking they'll probably he'll, he might pop up at SummerSlam and do depending on what Elias is. Yeah, for, I can see that if he's, if he's wrestling. And they, and they, well, like if they got enough time to build up to it, they got enough time to build to SummerSlam to where he can say something every week if he has to, and then let The Rock respond that night, maybe. Yeah, and as far as I know, he there's been no. I, I have to check Twitter. I don't think there's been any kind of response from The Rock. So uh, we would have heard about it. Yeah. So hopefully, I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep my eye out for SummerSlam. I'm thinking SummerSlam. It'll they'll throw that. In, they'll throw that in as just like you know a little added bonus to the pay per view. Yeah. <laughs> but on a uh, on a I guess a darker note, um, this last topic. Uh, so. They recently announced, you know, that Hulk Hogan got reinstated back into the WWE Hall of Fame. And um, after, I guess it's been about, what, three years since all that stuff came out about him making the racial comments and stuff like that? Something like that, yeah. And um, so I was expecting to see Hulk Hogan at uh, Extreme Rules because where it got out there, he was there and he was backstage with people and stuff like that. Um, so apparently, uh, uh, the New Day, uh, with them, of course, all being African American, they were getting flooded right. with, with questions about it, like what did they feel about it or whatever. So they um, they released a statement on Twitter. Um, it's pretty lengthy, but they made some really good points out of basically saying that um, they're indifferent about it. Like they don't they don't love that he's been reinstated. They don't hate it. They really don't care about it because it doesn't affect what they do. They're determined to continue to be uh, good quality entertainment to the crowds that come to see them and stuff like that. Um, while they it's a very political answer. Yeah, and you know, while they don't, of course, uh, they have right. some kind of way with somebody making racial statements about their people. They're not letting them letting of them. them. Which um, I thought the the statement was really. I thought the statement was really good. They made some really good points in it, and. Um, <laughs> And, and I like the fact that's a good point for both sides. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, nobody's defending It makes sense to put him in the Hall of Fame because he changed wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. And like even people now, it's like, do you, do you watch wrestling? No. Have you ever? No. Do you know what Hulk Yeah, he's a wrestler. Right. <laughs> like it, it, it ain't gotten that far. Yeah, I mean, like he was like the first guy to really push it to that one, to those limits. I mean, but at the same time, you can't just you can't go around saying that kind of thing, right? Absolutely. And so, like, I, I agree with them. 
it's like wow they said they said that they want to see if he genuinely changed as a person and maybe that'll change their opinion because I read something where like he, he was backstage like apologizing to people for what had happened and like he talked to Mark Henry and was like you know hey you're willing to change cool let me help you what, what are, how are we gonna, let's fix it mm-hmm. he's like I want to see I want to see you change so if you're really willing to make that change let's do something about it and so yeah I agree with him yeah absolutely you, you can't you can't say oh it's pro wrestling hall of fame where's Hulk Hogan oh he's not in it why not he said something dumb one time <laughs> right it's like oh, come on yeah, that's for the longest time he was WWE. He to me, I mean, for me, he was wrestling. I mean, even though he wasn't in- uh, and how did how did WCW almost put WWE out of business? The NWO. <laughs> Who was the head of NWO? Hulk Hogan. There you go. Right. That was. Well, you can basically run two companies. That yeah. Was, that was the. That was the. That was the, the the battle between the two was. I mean, basically, Hogan built this one up. He left that one and then went to the other and built that one up. And He's like, I'm going to build two armies <laughs> and have them fight each other. Let's see what happens. And, I mean, he almost he almost could have put a third one in there uh, when he left uh, WCW. And I believe he was in, uh, which federation was he in? Uh, he went back to WWE, then he went to TNA. TNA, okay. Because <laughs> then the NWO came back to WWE because that's how they brought back Shawn Michaels. Okay. Because remember, he and Rock had WrestleMania 17. Hmm. But it was no, no, it was not 17. I think it was 18. WrestleMania 18. Okay. Because they had that match. <laughs> yeah. Then later on, he went to TNA. Yeah, because. Because that's when TNA had just signed Kurt Angle. And all of that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I hadn't even heard of TNA till all of that went down to Hogan and Angle. I, I found a one time on Fox Sports. It just happened to be on. I was like, oh, wow, Scott Hall's wrestling. He's still alive, okay? <laughs> and I was like, oh, who's the most? Who's AJ Styles? You know, who's Christopher Daniels? Who's these guys? These guys are cool. And then I started watching a little bit more. It's like, oh, no. Wrestling on you? Okay, I kind of want to watch this. <laughs> it was cool for a while, and then Hogan and Bischoff came in and went into Canada. Right. But I, I digress. <laughs> I agree with what the New Day said, hundred percent. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was good. And they basically said they didn't want to keep going back and forth with people about it. Like this is their one statement, and this is all they have to say about it. They're not saying anything else about it. But, you know, move- and they said they said plenty. Yeah, and, they, and like I said and that statement was a mouthful. Like it wasn't, it wasn't just a yeah. couple of sentences. It wasn't one tweet. It was, it was a lengthy open letter. Yeah, uh, you know, expressing how they felt from every angle they could see it from. Basically, how they felt about it as wrestlers, how they felt about it as people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and how they, obviously he should be in the Hall of Fame. Obviously, he need, he has some work to do to reconcile what he did yeah absolutely and I'm, and even after reading that I was thinking like maybe um, you know since they had just made that announcement and yes he was at Extreme Rules 
maybe uh, they didn't bring him out and maybe they're not doing anything with him as part of that that process of okay we can't just act like this didn't happen maybe they gotta try to just kind of wean him back in and um right. and, and it might which I expected they would do and it's probably, it'll probably be a while before we see Hulk Hogan in association with WWE like right now yeah they may be like we might see him make an appearance at Wrestlemania yeah, yeah like it, it might be something pretty far out yeah like Wrestlemania next year or as long as he doesn't as long as he doesn't you know, say the wrong venue again. Right. So hopefully, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> hopefully the Hulkster will be on good behavior, and we can see Hulkamania running wild. And I mean, I mean, granted, while I, I mean, you know, as a black man, I do feel some type of way about him saying crazy stuff like that. But as a wrestling fan, yeah. I want some Hulkamania merch. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just being real. I want some Hulkamania merch. No, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> and as a, as a white guy, it's not a good look for us. Like, don't say that. Right. Like, don't, don't say it. Like, you, no, stop. Just don't do it. Like, I remember, I don't know, I saw our, um, Yellow Wolf had an album, and he had features on it. Of them saying that, and even in even in the little um, like even in the liners in the lyrics, he had that censored. Wow! It's like even like you know, hey, you're white. Stay away from that word. Stay away from anything like that. Racial slurs? No, stay away from that. Go away. No, that's right. But it's good. It's good to see. Oh, you know. At least trying to take some type of responsibility for it. Yeah. Now, in, instead of him saying, oh, it's like, oh, that was taken out of context. No, there's no there's no context for you to put that in. Right. Instead of him saying, hey, what I did, I, I was wrong. I'm sorry. How can I, how can I fix this? Yeah. And whether or not someone thinks he can fix it, I give him enough credit for at least wanting to try to fix it. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think and I think anybody's, um, you know, worthy of a second chance. I mean, if they're if they're sincerely, you know, trying to trying to change, trying to do things the right way, trying to make, you know, choices to put themselves in the right direction, then I think people are are worth a second chance. And if that's what Hulk oh, yeah. is trying to do. Then you know, the more power, more power to you, brother. <laughs> you know, so. Brother. <laughs> More power to you, brother. <laughs> you know, eat your vitamins, say your prayers, brother. <laughs> you know, so. Are these 24 inch pythons are gonna run wild on you. Hulk is so classic. Like, it's been a while. Like, I, I, know. I might have to go watch some stuff that I haven't watched in years. Right? Like, I mean, like, hands down, like, totally sidebar again. Hands down, like, one of my favorite matches of all time. Hulk versus Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania. Like, I lost my <laughs> mind that day. That was the first pay per view I ever saw. Was that WrestleMania? Wow, that was my. Wow, you, you you caught a better first one than I did. And I, my mind was blown. <laughs> and I was like, mm. I mean, let alone, I mean, because Hulk Hogan was my favorite wrestler. Ultimate Warrior was one of my favorite wrestlers, but he wasn't the favorite. And yeah. it was like. 
Hulk Hogan lost. Like this doesn't this isn't supposed to happen. I was traumatized for like two weeks. Like, <laughs> was like my first my first pay per view and my favorite wrestler loses. The guy who never loses loses. It was like I was done. Like, no one no wonder you haven't gone to a live event. He's making more sense now. You're still traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> because I get it now. Warrior B. Hall Hogan at WrestleMania. Because, <laughs> you know, see, I get it now. Now you're afraid that if you go to a live event to see Roman and he loses, I don't know what's going to happen to you. I'm going to start Superman punching everybody on my way out the arena. <laughs> you'll, you'll knock everybody on the aisle. Uh-huh. Gonna, you knock out the entire row. I'm going to load up and cock it. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> You're too much. You're too much. Oh, man. Sam, that's that's all we got for this week, man. That was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. Now, this was good, man. So, man, yeah, that was a lot. This was some good stuff, bro. Um, Sam, real quick, before we go, let them know where uh, folks can follow you on social media if they want to hit you up. Hit me up, follow me on Instagram, World's Okay is Drummer93. Hit me up on there. Let's chop it up like Rick Flair in the corner. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Yo, you can follow me on social media at Damo underscore C N 3D. That's D-A-M-O underscore S-E-A-Y-N, the number three D. And also you can follow uh our whole sports crew at Trackstar Sports on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, actually, on Instagram, it's Trackstar underscore sports. On Twitter, it's under Trackstar Sports, and it's Trackstar Sports on uh, Facebook. And then also, you can follow Outsiders Edge on Twitter, X, X-S-D-R-Z-E-D-G-E. That's on Twitter. Hit us up 24-7 about anything wrestling related whatsoever and then of course Trackstar Sports you can talk to us about anything WWE NFL, NBA, whatever you want to talk about and if you're uh, listening now we're on Anchor you can also listen on Apple Podcasts for my Apple users and for Android we're on Podcast Republic I think that's everything <laughs> and I think you covered it yeah oh and don't forget to hit up uh, our man Jay Kells he's not here this week uh, he's uh, he's uh, Star Talk. He talks about those raggedy Dallas Cowboys. I'm not plugging them with anything good. Hey. So if you want to bash, um, Dallas yeah, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> Hit J Kells up on Twitter and Instagram at uh, J Kells three one eight on Instagram and Twitter. So now I think I really covered it all. So this is your. And if you hit us up on if you hit us up on social media trying to talk anything Cowboys, we will block you. Block game immaculate <laughs> for the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, we're going to hear it from him next week. <laughs> I know that's right. All right, y'all. This is Damo and Sam with the Outsider's Edge, and we are out. Time, time for some, time for some action.